Packers, Bears, Weekend. Not the normal buzz you'd have. Certainly not the buzz of week one. No, not at all. What a Hawks just are. Uh, this is my summation where the Hawks are right now. Ugh. Ugh. I don't even know how to spell it. Ugh. You can spell it any way you want. It still sounds the same. Do another radio Christmas card. That's Christmas cards by phone. I'm just trying to save wear and tear on my tongue. <laughs> and uh, that'll be to... Um, you know, well, should I say it? I think you should say it. Spike O'Dell. Spike O'Dell will be called this morning for a jolly, holly, merry Christmas. Does he know Spike you? O'Dell? Does he know I'm calling him? Yeah, does he know that you're calling him? Yeah, you can't just call Spike. He's got a layer okay. of people around him. <laughs> um, what else on the show? Oh, Lou. Lou Manfredini coming up. I uh, got uh, information on a cool new hotel in Chicago. You thinking we needed another one? Yes, of course we did. G. Suki is bringing her mom in today. Oh, really? Yeah. I uh, When G started working with me a few months ago, before she quit working with me a month ago, <laughs> um, I said, hey, we've got to meet your mom. Because she tells funny stories about her mom. Her mom's in town. She said there was a chance she could get her up in time to get her in here by 8. We'll see. Uh, Dean Richards, of course, and then my old friend John Heffern. John and I run the radio together in Detroit for the three longest years of my life. <laughs> 1999. <laughs> uh, and uh, Heffern, of course, a winner of the first last comic standing. One of the best stand-ups out there. He's in town to do stand-up. He'll be in this morning as well. We also have stuff to give away. And Super Joe, you got to make me do this today. we got a gift card to Four Winds Casino in New Buffalo, and we've got more tickets to uh, the uh, Beauty and the Beast uh, production at the Paramount Theater in Aurora. I saw that, I think it was last Friday night. It was great. I'll take the uh, casino nice. gift card. Um, well, you're, what, are you afraid uh, Beauty and the Beast, you get scared? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's no raccoons in it. You say that now, man. You say that now, but we don't know for sure. Andy, did you know that Super Joe's afraid of raccoons? I did not know that. Yeah, he's got a fear of raccoons. Moving on. I think we got a commercial break or something. (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, seasonal Christmas bonuses. Anybody get those anymore? What what are what are they called again? Christmas bonuses. I do. It's called working extra shifts. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Good attitude. I'm going to sum that up. Bo, 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 <laughs> 198 bo. employees at St. John Properties, a real estate company headquartered in Maryland, went to their holiday party the other day. They got their food. They got their drinks. They got their friends. But they also got a red envelope handed out to each one of them. Now, red generally at work. <laughs> not good. Red, pink, that whole shade of color is generally not good. This is pretty good. Company founder and chairman Edward St. John said, you're all participating in a bonus based on the number of years of service that you've had at the company out of a total pool of $10 million. 198 employees splitting $10 million. Hmm. It's not a bad payday. Carry the two. The average bonus given out to each of the workers from the nice lady that answers the phone all the way up to the highest performer and producer. $50,000. The highest bonus award check handed over for $270,000. That's a good party. Oh, that's a great party. I want to be invited to the next one. More shrimp. I like to have a little bit of silence at this hour of the morning, maybe a second or two where you can just collect your thoughts. Yeah, you don't want to jolt people, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. 519. 
Uh, Steve, I know you just did the weather, but for the weekend, what are we looking at? Uh, let's see. Tomorrow is going to be the day of precipitation, so there's a mixed bag of stuff tomorrow, mainly in the morning. That'll be light snow and freezing drizzle, and that's going to be tonight as well into tomorrow morning. Uh, high near 36 tomorrow. Looks like it's going to be dry on Sunday, partly to mostly cloudy, and uh, 27. And uh, we could see some sticking snow here again on Monday with uh, high near 30. So uh, not really so, a bad weekend. Um, but uh, Tomorrow have, better than Sunday? Uh, no, Sunday better than tomorrow. Oh, Sunday better than tomorrow. Yeah, okay. looks like Saturday is going to have that uh, freezing rain and snow uh, in the morning hours, and then temperatures falling through the afternoon. But Sunday is going to be dry, partly to mostly cloudy with a high near 27. Well, tomorrow is Abigail Grace's fourth birthday party. Nice. And then we have a wedding in the afternoon. It's a very busy day, both of those, of course, downtown here in the city. Well, hopefully the uh, freezing precipitation will uh, be limited to tomorrow morning, and that'll be the end of it. Yeah. Well, you know, I can go skating in my suit. <laughs> Um, weddings and funerals. Those are the two occasions, of course, where I have to wear a tie. So, all right, what's happening? Super Joe, talk to me. Uh, all right, so Judy Wang joins us. We only have a minute here. What are you working on today, Judy? Hey, good morning. Uh, I am at the 95th Street Red Light Stop. Uh, this is a story about a robbery, a kidnapping, and a carjacking. It actually started on the northwest side and ended uh, at the 95th Street Station. Chicago police are looking for three people who pretended to be police when they uh, kidnapped two men who were in a van, stopped at a light on the northwest side. Uh, This started at about 1140 last night. Uh, Two men were in a white van. Again, they were waiting at a light. This was the 4000 block of North Milwaukee. Three other men approached their vehicle, told the victims they were police officers, and even showed a badge. They handcuffed and duct taped the victims then threw them in the back of their own van. Police say that one of the kidnappers then drove the stolen vehicle all the way to the uh, far south side, uh, to the 100 block of West 94th, where they took a cell phone and some cash from the victim. Then at about 1.40, so this is about two hours after this whole thing started, the uh, victims somehow, even though they were handcuffed and duct taped, managed to get themselves out of the back of this van and they walked over to the 95th Street Station where someone called the police. Uh, the responding officers had to show up and, and uh, get them out of the handcuffs and use a special blade to cut off the duct tape. The victims were not injured, and they refused medical treatment. At this time, again, the police are looking at these uh, three people, and uh, they did not give a description. So that's what we have at this point. All right, I know you got to run and do TV, but this is a crazy story. Is the public in danger from these three? Uh, the police have not uh, given any indication. We don't know if this was targeted. It sounds like it could have been just random. Uh, it, what's kind of confusing about this story is that the victims were in a white, white van and the suspected kidnappers were also in a white van. Bizarre. All right. Thank you, Judy. All right. Thank you. Judy Wang running off to do Channel 9 this morning, of course, and she'll cover that all morning. Obviously, Steve, what we'd like to know is if there is a, uh, a running uh, band of three guys in, uh, in police suits going around kidnapping people until they get their money. Yeah, and this story has a lot of questions, too. Uh, the suspects, apparently, the victims were handcuffed. How did they get out of the handcuffs? Yep. Uh, would be one of the questions. So uh, we wait for police to give us some more information on this. Well, what did they cut them out of, the duct tape or the handcuffs? 
Yeah, it's, it's not clear. I mean, I don't think unless they were some sort of plastic handcuffs that you couldn't. I don't necessarily cut them out of that, but unless you maybe have bolt cutters, but I don't think even bolt cutters. Well, I missed the end of that story. Didn't she say in the call, Andy, that uh, that uh, the victims were cut out by police? Yeah, I think she was talking about the duct tape. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. <laughs> it's bizarre. It is. Yeah. All right. So as far as we know, uh, there's no danger of three policemen running around kidnapping people. Three f- imposters. Right. And I, I just would steer clear of a white van today. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Any white van. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you have your own white van, don't get in. <laughs> exactly. It's uh, 523. And as we continue, uh, Orion Samuelson will also join us in a few minutes to uh, talk a little ag. All right. So what's wrong with our uh, Chicago Blackhawks? Well, they're hurt. Yeah. They're hurt. And last night, in a di- and, and I mean emotionally and physically. Yeah. And last night uh, in uh, Arizona, really in the last three games, they haven't been competitive. No. They've been blown up. And last night in Arizona, um, it was clear that with a banged-up defense and uh, uh, the goalie, again, standing on his head as much as he possibly could. Correct. He, there was no defensive help from the forwards. There's some chances taken that allowed for breakaways. Uh, and really not a cohesive uh, effort from beginning to end. They were down 3 nothing in the first period. Yeah, I mean, you, you blinked, and it was already, you know, it was three nothing, and they tried coming back. The, the problem is that they'll score a goal, and twenty seconds later, the other team's got one in the back of the net because they don't uh, defend in transition right now. And you're right; I mean, it's a lot of young guys out there trying to feel their way through. I mean, Adam Boquist made a couple of uh, nice plays, but also made a couple of rookie plays, right. and you kind of have to live with that if you're going to try to develop a guy to make him a of stalwart on your on your blue line, but at the same time, it's it's not fair to the goalies right now. And a lot of people go, "Oh, they give up five goals; it's all the goalies' fault." No, 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 no. no. It's not the goalies' fault. No, I mean when you are uh, getting two on nuns and three on ones, uh, it's tough for the goalie. Yeah, and you got to stay out of the box. I mean, they're 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 in the penalty box three times in that first uh, first period, and that's that's not the recipe for for good things, especially with the way their penalty killing has been this year. Although they did something nice yesterday, and that was uh, that was killing penalties. Take a look at what their record was this time last year, because they've got 12 wins at this point. That's, that's not good. So see if you can find that number. It's uh, tough to build chemistry, you know, with with the injuries, and yeah. and now Boquist is up, and he's a young guy. These guys need time together, and with all the lineup changes, it's it's tough to um, to know where where your D partner is going to be at a, at any given time. And you can't keep backsliding. That's the problem. They're playing as as poorly as they've played all season at a time when they absolutely have to get it together and win games. They need points. And they've had these weird little fits and starts, five points in three games, uh, uh, four points or six points in four or five, and then all of a sudden it just goes again. So, um, yeah, I'm concerned. It's my team, man. It's my team. Well, let's see. Last year, they didn't get their 12th win until the 20th of December. We're not that far behind yeah, that now. So that was, uh, that was a win against Dallas uh, last year. That's one Dallas. week from today. Yes. Um, all right. Well, we know where we are. There's nowhere to go but up. And where's the next Blackhawks game? They will be in St. Louis tomorrow night, 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock puck drop. Uh, my brother and my cousin are headed to the game. Is that right? Oh, really? Yeah. Bringing them luck. You know? right, good, good, good. And a win over the Blues would uh, help. Yeah, it would be a nice, nice little shot in the arm to yeah. take down the defending champions. Anybody on this show done with their Christmas shopping yet? Any on this show not start their Christmas shopping yet? I haven't even started. I really haven't either. 
I mean, I know what I'm getting a bunch of people. Yeah, that's a good, th- that's a good start, at least. Yeah. Yeah, and yesterday I'm now faced with the, I have to find a dollar store and buy a gift for someone on this show now. Right. Right. How miserable is that? Even more shopping. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what could you possibly find? And first off, how would you find a dollar store? And then what could you find? That could take four minutes. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the reminder. By very the way. stressful. Dollar store. Writing that down. <laughs> All right. It's five forty. The Steve Cochran Show. This is number fifteen oh two and three hundred and twenty six days till election day next year. At five forty, let's get an update on the agri business. Uh, you know, when the legend's standing by, you don't want to keep the legend waiting. No, sir. Oh, legend. Good morning. An interesting day in the grain market yesterday as we saw corn, wheat, and soybeans higher on the day thanks to fresh export demand and renewed hopes for the trade agreement with China after President Donald Trump tweeted that a deal with Beijing was very close. And the sales side of the grain trade yesterday was interesting as well because exporters reported sales of U.S. corn to Mexico. A sale of 525,780 tons of corn from the 2021 crop, but another sale to Mexico of 1,074,000 tons, that going to Mexico, and then another sale of 110,000 tons of corn to an unknown destination. And as you look back over the activity during November and December so far, some pretty good sales into the export market being reported. And it's pushed prices higher. Yesterday, we did see December wheat up eight and a quarter cents a bushel. December corn up ten and three quarter cents. January soybeans up four and a quarter cents a bushel. And in livestock futures trade at the Chicago Mercantile Exchange yesterday, February lean hog contracts traded a dollar higher per hundredweight. The December live cattle contract, on the other hand, down 12 cents a hundredweight. And the January feeder cattle contract down 22 cents a hundredweight. But again, some interesting export news in that grain market, particularly corn to our neighbors to the south, Mexico. That's Ag Biz. I'm Orion Samuelson. Thank you, Big O. It's 542. Remember, Spike Odell is this morning's Christmas card by phone. So call Spike a little later on. Um, I have a, a problem this morning. And by the way, we're going to get to another really cool Chicago hotel that's about to open here in about 10 minutes. Um, I have a I have a problem. Okay. I know you're saying which one. <laughs> How can we help? <laughs> yeah, is this something we can help? Well, I like to nap. I'm I'm you know, I'm tired. You know, and if I can grab an hour in the afternoon after getting up at this this time of the day, it's great. Turns out naps are killing me. Yeah. Let's go live to Wuhan, China, where a new study you know how I love the studies. A new study finds you might not want to sleep too much too often. Regularly taking naps that exceed 90 minutes or sleeping over nine hours each night. Now, nine hours each night. That's not a problem. (laughs) Good luck with that. That's two nights. May raise one's chances of suffering a stroke. 30,000 Chinese citizens were analyzed. They discovered those who regularly took 90-minute-plus naps were 25% more likely to have a stroke than people who don't typically nap at all or sleep less than an hour. If you sleep nine or more hours each night, you're 23% more likely to suffer a stroke than participants sleeping around six to eight hours per night. Now, I don't want to have a stroke, but, you know, a solid nap is tough to beat. I think you counteracted enough with golfing. 
Oh yeah, no, I'm out there. Yeah, I think I think there, that you're good. Around. Yeah, and I, I have lots of questions here. Does it say why that is the case? What it is about the napping and the sleeping that is it the waking up part of this? Because uh, is it a, are there health concerns? Do these people have health problems? Yeah. I mean, and who exactly is getting nine hours of sleep at night? Oh yeah. gosh, yeah, it's a very good point. I, I literally don't know anybody that sleeps nine yeah, hours a night. Me neither. I mean, and, and there are so many thousands of other studies that say getting a good night's sleep, like eight hours of sleep, is actually healthful for you. So. Yeah, most of the studies we see, and you know, we love the studies. Yeah, say get uh, at least eight hours of sleep. Well, I, I, I did that in the eighties occasionally. <laughs> I mean, if your arteries are already clogged, you might not have the stamina to stay up. So that might be a precursor to sleeping longer, which would already mean that you'd be more apt to have a stroke, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm looking through this. I don't see quantitative data on what exactly is going on, so I can only assume one thing. And that's while you're sleeping, your spouse or significant other tries to suffocate you with a pillow (laughs) because you're sleeping too much and too deeply. Yeah, I was going to say the cat would come in and try to suffocate you because we all know cats suffocate people. That's a true story. um, I don't know. Maybe it's the the actual getting up because they say, you know, the first moments that people get out of it is when people have heart attacks and strokes. Yeah. So when you get up, you're supposed to sit on the edge of the bed or the couch or the chair or whatever uh, before you pop right straight up and, and go and do something. Are you a pop tart? No, I no, I sit up. I contemplate things. Here's what I do. The alarm goes off at 301 because it's not three. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a win. <laughs> and then I sit up at the edge of the bed. I curse. You know, I don't curse a lot. I curse a Just little. Kind of whispering cursing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I question my life choices. And then I get up, get dressed, and come in here and have a good time. So, yeah. I mean, it's a solid routine. I'd recommend it. 301. <laughs> Standing by on the phone. Is Michael Levy, COO of Citizen M Hotels. He's from Amsterdam, but he's in Washington right now. Why would you be in Washington? It's a very toxic environment, Michael. <laughs> For a foreigner, it's not that bad, I guess. Okay. Uh, we have a, yeah, you know, I'm going to tell you something you, you already know. We have a number of delightful hotels here. We've got boutique hotels, we've got big, giant hotels. We got everything in between, and we have cool hotels. So you got to sell me this one now. What is different about Citizen M, and why am I going to love it? Well, uh, I guess that uh, I can't tell you that we're not like everybody else selling a night of sleep. So uh, we are a hotel. Uh, I think what has been different for us from the very beginning is that we have focused our hotels really on on a target audience, where most hotels try to be something for everybody. Uh-huh. We uh, created the hotel for frequent travelers, those people that are too many nights on the road know exactly what they need from the hotel. So what we have done, we have reduced all kinds of features of hotels that they don't necessarily use, and we have concentrated on those areas that would frustrate them, not being, uh, you know, in charge of their own timing of things, Uh, check in, check out, uh, you know, features that are very important if you're traveling frequently, you know what you want. Yeah, get in, uh, well, get, we, get in, get out. Um, everything in the room works. Uh, yeah. you're, not, you're not calling downstairs because the Wi-Fi is wrong. All of that. What else? What else do frequent travelers need? Well, what I think is that um, they know exactly what they want. So really, they want to have control uh, by technology on most things. But yep. what they miss the most is that friendly smile. So although we automate a lot of things and give control to the guest. That friendly smile is right there when they walk in. And we have one uh, type of uh, employees, and we call them ambassadors because they really represent our brand. Uh, 
And uh, their only task, their only focus is guest satisfaction. And uh, since we have done that, they sort of receive you in their home. And uh, it really gives a different uh, feeling. And within the hotel group, we have been able to uh, reach a 92.5% guest satisfaction, which for our industry is, uh, is extremely high. So if you look uh, at that from an NPS, from a net promoter score, we are scoring uh, well into the 60, which is extremely high. All right, now the TV's got to work. It's got to be great. I got to have a great bed and a great pillow. Any any issues there? Uh, no, I think that if you sell a night of sleep, you might as well have a good bed. So we got that covered. Uh, I think the television, yes, is important. But uh, what is more important, we always say you log on to the Wi-Fi uh, uh, at home automatically. So uh, that happens at our hotels as well. So you just yeah. log on. And uh, so we've taken those little irritations out. And I can't say that one or the other thing is terribly shocking, but if you accumulate all those little frustrations and you, you get them covered, then sort of the experience becomes much nicer. Now, the most important feature, I think, is that we have uh, squeezed the room size as much as possible, so aesthetic and comfort are still there, but it is small. And we have uh, sort of uh, reused that space downstairs in living rooms. So there's not a front desk or there's not a restaurant or a bar, uh, but it is more one large communal space. So co-living and co-working, when we started out 12 years ago, was something that was natural to us. And what you see is a lot of people sort of gravitate to an environment that is very natural to them. And I think that that's where the success lies, because those ambassadors are sort of in their habitat there and take care of people. Now, you're putting up a whole building at 300 North, right? Yes, correct. All right. What a mixed-use building? You're going to have some uh, residences and businesses in there, too? It is mixed-used. We're at the bottom part, and there is going to be incredible residences uh, at the top. That's correct. All right. And what's the hope for for opening date? Uh, well, depending a little bit, of course, on the permitting and uh, how fast everything goes through. Uh, it's never uh, a problem here, Michael. Just call. I got a guy. I got a permit you, guy. You, you got a guy. Then it's good. Then, <laughs> then end of 22, we will do it. Uh, congratulations. I mean, it sounds like a cool idea, and uh, I welcome another great property to Chicago. Thank you. We will welcome you as soon as we're open. Yeah, come in and see us. Thanks, my friend. Thank you. That's Michael Levy and Citizen M Hotel coming to Chicago. Well, Steve, we have a partial deal with China. Well, I, you know what? I'm not going to go with it until we see something done. I'm not it's just talk know, until it's not. Right? It feels like it, right? I mean, because every day there's some sort of uh, movement or some talk of movement. And so uh, this morning, the Chinese are saying that they uh, their exact quote uh, was uh, the U.S. side is talking too much. And if there is going to be an agreement, both sides will have to make an official announcement together. Without that, anything is possible. Uh, so read into that what you will. Uh, yesterday, the president said we're close to an agreement. So we'll see if that uh, is uh, happening or not. The stock market loves it today. Uh, we're seeing a lot of green. And on the WGN Associated Bank Market Desk Outlook for today, retail sales figures for November will be due out. Retail analysts are forecasting about a three-tenths of a percent gain over October. Uh, that could be a big market mover. November's import and export prices are also coming today october business inventories are due as well analysts forecast an increase of two tenths of a percent over september so just a few things that could move the markets on this friday december the 13th here's the t- the deal if you want to get in with lou manfredini or if you want your question answered for lou manfredini now would be the time to text it in i know you're saying steve it's 20 minutes from now well okay are you going to forget 
You know how we've had this talk. Mm-hmm. 312-981-7200. If you have a question for Lou, we try to get to texters. And the first caller, along with all of uh, the rest of the whining of the staff about whatever they need. There's Manfredini's coming up. Top six at six as well. But news time now. Now for some more news. Ready? Welcome to the top six at six. What? On the Steve Cochran Show. That is great radio. This is your first look at what people, animals, and assorted fruits and vegetables <laughs> will be talking about today. <laughs> Item number one. After a 14-hour meeting, Democrats in the House Judiciary Committee said, you know, we're done here. Gavel, gavel, gavel. See you in the morning. Uh, In a surprise move, Jerry Nadler, the head of the House Judiciary, said, enough of this for tonight. We're out. Republicans yelled and screamed as they had most of the day. And uh, they will reconvene this morning. Steve, is it 10 a.m.? Yeah, I think it probably is 9 a.m. our time. So 10 a.m. Eastern time, yeah. And uh, they will take up a vote after some more yapping. And see if they can move this, in all likelihood they will, to the full House next week. Next! House actually got some business done, passed a bill yesterday aimed at lowering prescription drug prices. You know, around Illinois, around the country, people are paying too much for drugs. And a step towards a long-held goal was met with uh, some sharp resistance. But the bill passed largely on a party-line vote of 230 to 192. And again, it's lowering prescription drug price. It doesn't fix the problem, but certainly applies a good-sized Band-Aid to it. If you know anybody in Canada, go go meet somebody in Canada and ask them what they pay for their same very same medicines there, and your opinions will change dramatically on this. It's so much cheaper elsewhere in the world to get medicine. Yeah, the interesting situation, though, you, for those who have to order drugs from Canada, is be aware of this. Uh, Canada drug companies can no longer take credit cards so you have to pay by uh, wire, wired check, or check through the mail. And then m- many of those drugs come from overseas. So you could be looking at 30 to 60 days before you get your first supply. So just plan ahead. Steve's not wrong about the price. Just plan ahead. Uh, next. Is it the Geminid meteor shower, Steve? Yeah, Gem- that's a Gemini. Gemini. The Gemini meteor shower uh, allegedly will peak tonight and tomorrow night. It's considered to be one of the best. Will we see it? We will not, because it's going to be cloudy. Crap. Yeah. That's a meteorological term. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I I used to do all of these. I used to go camping when we had these meteor showers in Wisconsin. And for the last year or so, we've had the worst luck in terms of weather, because it's been cloudy here in Wisconsin. uh, The whole area is in that red zone with no no viewing possible. That's uh, unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, when does it happen again? Say a thousand years from now? <laughs> no, the Geminids, they come every year. Oh, they do. Um, and they vary uh, each year. That's They vary in intensity. Uh, but this year is supposed to be a good one. And next year, do we feel better about our chances? Oh, it's probably too early to tell. Probably. Well, the expanded forecast doesn't go that far. No, probably not. Uh, next, the Art Institute uh, of Chicago has given free admission to city college students. So if you go to any of the city colleges, you can now get into the Art Institute for free. Save you 14 bucks. It's a pretty good deal. And uh, finally, this... Um, you know, if you're worried about porch pirates, I mean, you should be. You know what you can't have? The Amazon driver stealing your stuff. Oh, no. Nah, that's no good. This, of course, happened in Florida. An Amazon driver in Florida is accused of stealing about 900 bucks in merchandise and gift cards from packages he was supposed to deliver. Oscar Rodriguez uh, Okur Jr., 22, was arrested Thursday in Tampa, charged with grand theft. Uh, he had listed many items, uh, such as a Ring video doorbell, Apple AirPods, a PlayStation game, as missing. The way he got caught, though, this is pure genius for a criminal standpoint. 
the gift cards that he stole, the Amazon gift cards. He stole them and he loaded them on his personal Amazon account. Because oh, that's so smart. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> then the best detectives got on it, and within six <laughs> minutes, they had him. So, uh, again, uh, get your packages off the front step as fast as you can. And uh, Amazon is trying to find all the bad guys and rein them in. Hello. It's time to learn You're on Lou's First Call. Hello. Lou's First Call is sponsored by Gilkey Windows, Chicago's only family-owned direct-to-consumer window manufacturer. Uh, Lou, I apologize. Like, I don't know what goes on on this show anymore. I don't know when music plays. I, I don't know when it doesn't. I know. I don't know what the rules are day to day. I'm just I trying know. to swim upstream, man. That's You know what? You just The problem is when you get to the top of the stream, <laughs> you know what happens to the salmon. <laughs> right? The ratings are really good, and we thank the audience for that. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Please stay. Right. You don't want to get to the top of the stream. You want to just get to the top, and then you just want to circle. Circle. All right, so Lou Banfredini, how are you? I'm fantastic. Will we be on next week? Um, uh, mm, is that the what? What's the date? Well, that would be the twentieth. No, yeah. no, it's not next week. It's the week after. What are you talking about? I'm just saying. We well, am I saying? Am I saying Merry Christmas to you today? Or are you going to be on with me next? I'll week? I'll be on with you next. Okay, week. Good, good, good. On the twentieth? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. All. You just got me it. nervous that next week was Christmas. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm rapping today. Are you with me though? We really should outlaw this. We get toast and a week goes away. I mean, Thanksgiving should be locked in yeah. to the third week in November. Yeah, to give us the five week run up to Christmas. Mm. I do. I, I do want to change the whole Thanksgiving thing because that it really messed with you know as a, somebody that owns a couple hardware stores one in chicago and one in villa park ace hardware um it's really messing with our sales it, losing the week yeah of course yeah it really and it's everybody's in a huge rush and anybody it, in business like you right they have the same problem if you sell 100%. stuff between thanksgiving and christmas you need that extra week yeah i agree i think we should move thanksgiving to august <laughs> You know, September's a slow month in retail, so September, September would be September good would be better? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm with you. September. Yeah. Starting next year, <laughs> Thanksgiving moves to... See if the committee, see if that committee that's meeting right now would take that up. September 10th. Yeah. That's a Thursday. I love it. Um, all right. Hey, I told you about my faucet. My uh, faucet in the bathroom. Trickle, yeah. trickle, trickle, trickle. Did you do what I asked? Yes, we've done that. We've also done... Uh, I attenuated... Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. I had to stretch before I attenuated. Uh, that, I was going to say, make sure you lubricate. Yeah, and uh, didn't didn't work. Um, so we think it's a faucet issue now because uh, you you take the faucet off and we get some normal uh, running water from the uh, water lines underneath the sink. Yeah, so it's not a pipes thing. Okay, I mean my pipes are a problem, mm-hmm. but the pipes in the sink not so much. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of that? A faucet creating a trickle because there's a faucet problem. Sure, I mean, th- and that would be uh, it, it. Certainly could happen within the the valley. Body. I mean, look. If it's a, is it a single handle or two handle faucet? That's single. So it's probably some issue in the cartridge itself. Oh, and so, cartridge. if you were to, with the faucet still on there, whomever's doing it, mm-hmm. well, uh, what makes you think I'm not doing it? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not. But what makes right. you think that? Because we've known each other long. That's time. a good point. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And, and <laughs> so you just keep swimming, and I'll do the home improvement stuff. That's exactly. Right. Um, and so uh, my guess is it's probably something within the insert of the body of the faucet. The faucet. Remember, the faucet body itself is just a little some brass with a bunch of holes in it. And mm-hmm. so if that insert comes out the cartridge, that either could be faulty. It could be. 
clogged. You could clean the inside. When you pull that out, there'll be a shaft that you could pour a little CLR and an old toothbrush and kind of do a little scrubbing. Okay. Plumbers will sometimes, when they pull that out then with the water off, they'll turn the water on and allow it to kind of come up like a almost like a little volcano of water. Yeah, like you had the clampet in the backyard. Like the clampets. And so that would come up, and then you'd wipe that up a little bit and then reinsert the cartridge and see if it then solves the problem. Or you go to the manufacturer, because that bathroom's fairly new. Yeah. They'll send you a new cartridge almost for sure for free. Oh, good. You don't have to go to the cartridge hut or just cartridges. Just cartridge, correct, right. Yeah, there yeah. there are places that do that. See, Lou is great. Lou knows his stuff. That's why every Saturday morning you need to be listening to uh, Lou Stock. Uh, every Saturday morning between 7 and 10 where people call and they House say, Smarts Radio. Hey, Lou, and Lou says what? And I say, I got this problem, I got that problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, first caller, 312 We'll get to you in a second uh, if you want to jump in. We had two people call and hang up this morning. Oh. So let's go to like, the Did texters. they crank call you? Yeah, they called up and said, hey, can I talk to Lou? A ding dong ditch. And then they, and they hung up. Right. Uh, and if anybody on the staff has a question for Lou, we may have a moment. 815, hi, Lou. Happy holidays. Can you give me a recommendation for a heating unit in my garage? We want something permanent. Any tips? So there's a couple different uh, ways to do that. They're, uh, probably the most efficient is there are these gas units that run off natural gas that you hang from the ceiling that are fa- fan-forced. One such maker is Dayton, D-A-Y-T-O-N, and they are kind of the industry standard for garage heaters, and they have a thermostat. They kick on. I mean, with something like that, with the door closed, you could get the thing to 70 degrees, no problem. Or there are also wall-mounted... Um, a gas-fired ventless systems. Uh, one is called Charm Glow is the manufacturer, and those have a thermostat as well. And you don't need to vent them, and they too can get... Um, it's probably a little bit easier to install because you mount it on the wall. You just need to get a gas line to it. There are electric units too, if the gas doesn't sound like something you want to do. They're just not as efficient, and they take much longer. It has been my experience to uh, to heat the space up. Lou from the 708, what about melting ice from the roof that freezes in the downspout and splits the downspout lengthwise at the seam? There, um, there is a uh, company called Hot Sock. It's actually called, the company's called Liquid Snow Shovel, and they make something called a Hot Sock. And basically what it is, is a nylon, like a, like a, like pantyhose. Mm-hmm. And like it's what fi- I'm wearing? Like what you're wearing. Okay. Uh, and I do still think the whole 1940s fishnet look mm-hmm. is a good one. Well, go ahead. I'm glad. Um, and um, and it, it's filled with liquid calcium chloride. And you place those in areas where you're having an issue. People that have ice dams and they, uh, it's a re- reoccurring issue. You can put these up with a ladder. You lay them either in the gutter, on the roof area, wherever you're having a problem. And they will typically last anywhere from 30 to 45 days. Wow. And so, you know, right now, if you think about it, we're, you know, the beginning of December. If you were to put that up there, it won't harm the roof. And um, if you put it and you let it drip inside that downspout, it would not uh, let that freeze up and crack. Everybody should do it then. Everybody everybody with gutters. No, no, no. Anybody. I mean, some people, most people don't have a problem with ice dams. Ice. Damn. Right. Um, but if they do, the this is a really good... Um, well, how expensive is it? Um, I think the hot socks are around 25 bucks. Well, if you get 25 bucks, why wouldn't you throw one up there? C- 
Correct. Now, there's another trick to this, too, if you can't find it. It's a, not a, some, many Ace Hardware sell it, a lot don't, but you can also do this yourself. Where I've told people that we actually sell these at our store, the knee high nylons, you mm-hmm. know, the do, do like the ones I'm wearing. Right? You can fill that with granular calcium chloride. Oh. And then you tie a knot at the top. And now you've created your own hot sock. Look what you did there. And you put it up there. Let's get Cookie in here before we run out of time. Good morning, Cookie. Like I said, good morning, Cookie. Hello, Cookie. Hi. Hey, I was just wondering if Lou has an opinion about um, changing out a roof at this time of year. We've got some hail damage, and I'm looking to sell a house, and I wonder what his thoughts are. There is no, uh, the only bad time to uh, put on a new roof is when it's pouring rain outside. So this kind of weather is completely fine. Roofing contractors, the material itself can all go down. Uh, you know, if it's really, really cold, you know, like sub-zero weather, that wouldn't be a good time because it gets brittle. But as long as we're above, you know, 20 degrees, it absolutely can be done. And as long as it's not raining, it's not an issue. Uh, hold on. Don't go away. Don't go away. Yeah, the roofers, man, they work hard. Oh, my gosh. That is hard work. And my favorite question we didn't have time for. My name is Maggie. I have a farm. Recently, the well water pump doesn't work because the vandals took the handles. I like that. Ugh. Stolen vandal handles. That's not good. Yeah. Uh, Lou will call you at home. <laughs> uh, enjoy yourself, buddy. Love you. See you next week. Love you, Mike. And the news is next. Oh, by the way, Lou Manfredini and his first call, sponsored by Gilkey Windows, independently verified to be one of the country's most energy-efficient windows. 708 Texture, just want to say thank you to you and your crew. I've had a very difficult time this past week and a half. The entertainment value of the show has helped me a lot. Thank you again. Well, thank you. And uh, 815 Vandals Taking Handles. Steve, is that a band you were in? I was in a band called Vandals Handles. Yeah. I think we all remember that. Local 11 Roofer here says, thanks for the kind words. Man, I mean it. I do not know any job that's tougher than roofers. Because in the summertime, it's 900 degrees, and you're up there pounding nails. Working with asphalt and... Yeah, in the wintertime, it's freezing cold. So, uh, an A15 texter, what kind of cheese do you want with that wine of yours? Ah, Gouda. You know, nice Gouda is always nice. So... And thank you guys for listening. Uh, at 641, there is a uh, a perk at work that prompts the text question today. And that's what's, you know, I mean, you get in the end of the year, maybe you're considering new employment. Uh, maybe you're considering, uh, you know, uh, life choices. Maybe you're saying, you know, in 2020, I'm going to do something different. Or maybe you love your job and you wouldn't want to do anything else, um, no matter what time it starts. So uh, here's the perk at work I speak of. This is actually in the U.K. Um, A company there, a PR firm, is a company that offers a number of uh, uh, decent perks, flexible office hours, unlimited vacation. Really? Get get your work done. You can take as many days off as you want. It also lets employees take hangover days (laughs) where they can work for the comfort of their couch or bed if they want. Uh, BBC Five reports the story there. They said it's about people being able to not lie to their managers, but the idea behind it is that uh, people have a lot of perks at work, but nobody is really rewarding honesty the way we are. One young lady is named Ellie. She's 19. She works as a PR manager, a 19-year-old PR manager. 
19. Fast track. Ellie's boss is a woman named Claire. The company is based in Bolton in England. Says that the offering attractive perks part is the key to attracting talent out of nearby Manchester. We want to do something so younger millennials would come work for us. They want to work in their PJs, sit at home on a couch? Fine, just get your job done. It's fairly uh, uh, innovative, but my question is, at what point do people take advantage of it because they're human beings? But what's left to really take advantage of if you have unlimited You can take as much vacation. vacation. Well, I mean, you know, you're not getting your job done. Well, that's a good point. You are taking too much (laughs) vacation. That's a good point, yes. I mean, obviously, they can fire you because I suppose if you say to somebody, you got a hangover, just tell me you got a hangover, take as much vacation as you want, just get your job done. If you're not doing your job, I can go, what else do you want from me? (laughs) You're fired. Uh. So here's the text number, 312-981-7200. What's the coolest perk you have at work? I can tell you what it is here. It's amazing studios. Oh, beautiful studios. These studios are ridiculous. These are the best radio studios in the country. And I got to give Todd Manley credit because he got this done. Uh, but these studios are absolutely exceptional. And we were in a beautiful location on Michigan Avenue at the Tribune Tower, which, by the way, doesn't exist anymore. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but we were right there on Michigan Avenue for all those years. And you thought, oh, God, how do you beat this? And I've been in a lot of generic studios. I've been thrown out of a lot of generic studios. And to have this incredible floor-to-ceiling windowed look at the uh, city skyline, the Chicago River, and as the sun comes up over Lake Michigan, it's phenomenal. So, I mean, is there a better perk to work here? Well, this is uh, it's a great view uh, from both studios, uh, but uh, this one in particular with the sun coming up, as you mentioned. I'd say all the food that comes in and out. Yeah, that's not a bad deal, too. I don't see that as a perk so much as I do a detriment to my health. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Steve, you, Steve, you got a perk you want to tell me about that I'm not aware of? A perk in this building? Yeah, I think it's the view. I think it's the view. It's the studio. Oh, it's absolutely the view, and that's. I think that's why they pointed us in the opposite direction of the windows, because um, you can just find a point and just start daydreaming out these windows. It's so beautiful to see the city. With my ADD, if I did not have my back to the window, <laughs> right? nothing would happen on this show. Oh, you'd be watching the lake. You'd be watching the birds and the Steve, sunrise. Steve, and- Steve, Steve, Steve. Uh, Super Joe, Vivian, you have a perk at work that, uh, I mean, outside of the thrill of working for me, do you have a perk at work that uh, I'm not aware of? Uh, you you know, said you know. outside of that? Yeah, outside of working I'll for me. i have to rethink mine then. Yeah, okay. All right. Vivian, anything for you? Same, same. <laughs> You do are sad. Same, same. Uh, 312-981-7200. Well, tell me about a cool perk you have at work, and I bet it's not hangover days. So it looks like, so we all understand what's going to happen today. It looks like sometime after 10 a.m. and a little more yapping in uh, the House of Representatives, there will be a committee vote in the Judiciary Committee on whether to send the two uh, articles of impeachment to the full House for a vote early next week. Because you can bet you that they all want to get out of town for their well-deserved Christmas break. Um, if you're like most people, yesterday you turned off the coverage because you were tired of people yelling at each other. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, that's the plan. There'll be a limited amount of yapping starting at 10, and then the vote will take place, likely to fall strictly on party lines or maybe a few Democrats who are in tough districts, districts Trump had won in 2016, that may go the other way. The Lipinski vote is uh, actually up for, for, you know, a possible defection, if you will, 
to be determined. But that vote will come, and then it'll go to the full House next week. You need a simple majority in the full House. And then two-thirds of the Senate would have to vote to remove Trump from office. There's a better chance that I will regrow hair by 9 a.m. this morning. All right, so a bunch of people calling in, or texting in, I should say, with perks at work. Uh, 847, I have the perfect job. I work from home doing medical billing and coding. My perks are I can wear what I want. I don't need to worry about traffic. Take breaks when I need to. Listen to you guys on the radio. My hours are flexible day to day. And allow for work. Uh, my work allows for doctor's appointments and other things I need to do. I respect anybody who can work from home. I do not have the discipline. I've done shows from home before. Um, There's a couple of years where I was doing a show for a station in St. Louis, which 90% of the time I did from a home studio. And uh, I, I just, I'm distracted. Too many other things to do. It's home. It's yeah. house. I mean, you feel comfortable there. Yeah. Yeah. I got to have a reason to put pants on. You know, in general. Let's see. I'm a full-time mom and a three-and-a-half and a, and a two-year-old. My perk isn't a paycheck, but the daily hugs and kisses, arts and crafts, and watching them grow minute by minute. Well, I love that attitude. That's great. 815, free car washes. I was 16, got to drive my family's car. A 10-year-old Bel Air. It was, we called it the Blue Bomb. Worked as a weekend cashier. It was the cleanest car on the road, and in hindsight, all those washes might have had a part in the floor rusting out, but it was great. 262. Steve, I'm a groomer and have my own shop. I play with dogs all day. Little contact with people. It's great. <laughs> That's from Mo the Groomer. 630. Free Papa Nicholas coffee. 309. We could get a full quart of good whiskey for four bucks where I was posted 50 years ago. Downside, it was in Hue, H U E. That's 8,500 miles from here. <laughs> well, four bucks for, uh, uh, for a quart of good whiskey. That'd be about 40 now, wouldn't it, if it was 50 years ago? Yeah. Uh, 6 Rio. I've worked at Heinz VA for nearly 30 years. My perk, I get to serve America's heroes every day. God bless you. 847, it's my coworkers to interact with them and miss it desperately. When you retire, you'll understand. You even miss the jerks. (laughs) (laughs) I'll uh, keep that in mind. I'll take that under advisement. 708, I work in a Catholic school. As my mother always said, my reward will be great in heaven. A 630, I work from home. It's great in the winter. No traffic. Uh, check this out. 563, my biggest perk at work is vacation leave uh, and leave time. We get 20, now add this up, Andy. Okay. 26 days of vacation a year. All right. 12 sick days. That'd be 38. 12 holidays. That would be 50. And around Christmas, we get two weeks off. We only have to take three vacation days. So that'd be another seven days. Yeah. Huh. How many is that? 57. 57 days off. It's a lot of days off. Said I worked two in, months. I worked in healthcare for almost 20 years and got nowhere near that type of vacation. That's crazy. I'd like to know where that is. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, Steve, as far as the uh, greatest perk you have at work, your correct answer should be your coworkers. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> now, there's great people that work here. I, I mean that with all sincerity. Um, and it's uh, 6.54. So let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll take you into the 7 o'clock hour in a second. I understand that Jisuki, who worked on this show for months, um, is going to bring her mom in a little early today. We didn't think she'd be in until 8. Mom's coming in at 7. Nice. So meet Jisuki's mom. And if you listen to the show when G was on, Short window, I understand. But when G was on, she told some very funny stories about mom. So I'm looking forward to meeting her and telling her what a problem her daughter was. Andy Mazur's here for Dave Anna. When is Anna back? Is it Monday? 
believe it's Monday, yes. He's uh, with his dad. Visiting his father. Is it today he turns 96? I think it is today. How about that? And he's more active than you and I are. I was going to say, a very active 96. Andy and I were discussing off the air. He's got a personal issue he has to deal with. He normally doesn't have to buy a present for a girl. <laughs> and he's got a serious girlfriend now. Do you know what you're getting? Yeah, it's uh, pretty much all been purchased, except, uh, I. and uh, as I told you, I am thinking about another one. Another girlfriend? No, no, another oh. gift. Oh, another gift. Another okay. gift, yeah. That's smarter than another girlfriend. Yes. Another girlfriend would be yes, a bad idea. probably wouldn't work out very well. Um, and I like the advice you gave me. You know, if, if I'm thinking about it, I should oh, yeah, just, just do, do it. it. Do right. it. Overbuy. Okay. Yeah, definitely overbuy. Right. Steve, who's the hardest person to buy for that you have to buy for? Oh, gosh. I would say probably my mother. Is that right? Yeah, because she always says, I don't want anything. I don't need anything. Don't get me anything. But she secretly does want stuff, and I just every year it's a tr- it's a challenge to find something. Yeah, and she's trying to trick you. She is. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. I've learned that at about forty years old that it was a trick. <laughs> so now I don't I don't fall into that trap anymore. What about you, Jen? All of my close girlfriends, my best friends, are all wealthier than I am. Uh-huh. They buy me nicer things than I can afford to buy them. Is it a contest? It's not a contest, but I just always feel badly. Do you try to figure out how much the value of the gifts are so you can at least get in the ballpark? Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they are very generous people. They're very loving. They're unconditional, and, and they, they don't play the Fairsies game, but um, I just always feel like I I need to do better for them, you do know? you have one in your head, and I'm not asking you to say the name, but do you have one in your head which you know is the most judgmental, and you're thinking, oh, this one. Oh, I got to get this one right. <laughs> no, no. That's the great thing about my girlfriends is they're well, all it's probably very, you. Like, you're the judgmental yeah, one. Yeah, I'm Maybe I am the judgmental one yeah, yeah, because yeah. I'm thinking about it too hard. Like, got to get them more things. And where do you do most of the shopping? Everywhere? Uh, everywhere. Okay. So I think you guys know that I'm a little quirky. You know, I like what? the Mickey Mouse things, the no. Star Wars, the Marvel. And all of my girlfriends, I have a Harry Potter fanatic. I have a Hello Kitty fanatic and a Mickey Mouse fanatic. Well, you, so you want to be easy to buy for it. It's, it's, yeah, we just, you know, go to any place that sells things for four-year-olds and we go shopping for each other. Well, congratulations there, little Jen. <laughs> all right, news time now. What a pleasure. You've finally come back. You've come to your senses. You've come to your senses with this noon show with your name on it. It wasn't worth breaking up with me. Oh, we didn't break up. We're just uh, taking a... We're separated. Oh, you're on a break. Oh. Hi, how are it, you? Good. Jisoo Keys here. Uh, and this lovely lady sitting next to you? Uh, this is my mom. Say hi, mom. Hi, mom. Hi, Steve. So nice to meeting you. It's nice to meet you. I've heard so much about you. Oh, you're so kind. Your Thank you. daughter says wonderful things about you. She worries about you, but she talks about you all the time. <laughs> this is my Korean American Southern little country bumpkin. <laughs> Mama, that's a whole lot in that salad shooter. Um, so, Mom, you've you've been to G's apartment. Her apartment is quite legendary. Oh God, has it been a bit of a mess? What it's happened? not just a mess. Oh, it's not just a mess. It's so filthy I can't stand. <laughs> the day I was in her apartment, yes, I don't know where to start. You just started cleaning, just on and on and on. Yes. Was she um, like that when she was a little girl? Did she not keep her room clean? She was kept. She kept room pretty clean. And so I what happened? What, I, I had no idea what happened. What happened? She she gets on her own. She has freedom, I mean, and suddenly she's got this, this apartment that looks like a looks like a hoarder's apartment. I mean, it's so filthy. <laughs> she she 
told me I, I, I shouldn't be doing anything. I can't stand. I can't. <laughs> well, Mom, you are also a very particular person. You, your standard of clean is. She likes things her way. Abs- Do you like things your way? Are you a difficult person? You like it to be your way. You like my, it to my be my own clean. way. Yes, yes my yes, own yes, way. Yes, yes. No, it's understandable. <laughs> but tell him what she, what you did with my cabinets. So my cabinets in my kitchen don't have knobs. It's just one of those things. Why, a, well, why is that? There, I don't know. There's a lot of cabinets that don't have knobs. I don't know. Maybe it saves the builders some money. It's so. So this is intentional. Intentional. They don't okay. have knobs. You just use your hand to open them. Okay. What did you do, Mom? Well, the the whole cabinets. And no, no doorknob. No doorknobs. Um, I mean, no knob. No knobs. So every time I try to open, I obviously op- try to open. You You're know, picking uh, the wrong yeah, side. Yeah, the wrong side. But then there's no hinge either. Yeah, I can't tell. So, so How you open this thing? You can't yeah, tell I what can side to open it. It drives me nuts. <laughs> I mean, especially in the morning trying to make coffee. Sure. It drives me absolutely I just want to open the damn cabinet. So I thought, you know what? This uh, owner, contractor now, probably about only 25 cents. Yes, that's all it would take. I mean, just, you know, <clears> I thought, <throat> why can that do that? And so and so then, how'd you fix it? So what I did, she's got a little sticky, post-it sticky notes. pad, yeah, yeah, post-it sticky notes. pad, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I put open, left, <laughs> right, left. So you had the right. you had the exact post-it note for opening, whether it's right or left, and now you know which side to yeah, grab. Yeah. So now when I open it, the pink note is a oh open left. <laughs> so really, I don't say why. I don't understand why you say she's particular. And then, <laughs> so happened to be, I look my Instagram. She. <laughs> She put it on the Instagram. She took picture out of the window. I was dying laughing. Well, that's good. I couldn't believe it. She did it. That's good. See, you're like me. I like when my kids make fun of me. I find it very funny. And then she said, she's got to be fair. Mom's in town. I got to feed her. (laughs) Really? Wow. I said it's hard to feed her and hard to like a gremlin, you uh-huh. know. Uh-huh. But uh, sometimes you do get mad if I make fun of you. But mom, you're very, very small. You must you must eat like a bird. You're very small. <laughs> no, I, 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 does she eat much? She eats a lot. She eats a lot. Yes, she had eat two weeks since I've been here. So, Mom, so the metabolism is like uh, uh, crazy. I didn't, I didn't inherit it from oh, her. Yeah, I got my dad's. Stop it! Stop it! All right, more coming up with G's mom. Um, let me say hi to this morning's Christmas card by phone, Andy. I think I explained this to you. You did. I don't have time or or, or discipline to Busy send out Christmas cards, and my tongue is licked out. <laughs> you know, I've, I've licked a lot of stamps in my life. Gross. So, let's go to Spike Odell for this morning's Christmas card by phone. Hello, buddy. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. How's everybody? Come here. Come here, you. Come here. Get over here. Okay. All right. All right. Now, don't stay on my lap too long. My legs oh, are falling. How are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're good. We're good. I miss you. I miss you too. Yeah, I uh, I was just uh, uh, listening online here a little bit. I just it's good to see Sandy Flavors in there. Hi, Sandy Spiker. How are you? I'm you good, want, buddy. You want to explain yeah. why he calls you that? I, I'm still trying to figure it out, actually. You know what? We never called him Andy Mazer when he when he was doing sports. We called him anything but Andy Mazer. Yeah, right. I just the one I remember was Sandy Flavors. Sandy yeah. Flavors, candy yeah, something. Yeah. By the way, our boy Andy's got a very serious woman in his life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
she check out with the FBI? Uh, yeah. yeah. No, uh, no Al-Qaeda affiliation? Uh, no priors, no nothing. And we okay. both have known Andy long enough to know she's not in it for the money. <laughs> <laughs> we know that's that to be the truth. It must be love, baby. It must be love. <laughs> How's the grandkids? I tell you what, they are just a hoot. They are uh, every one of them. They're just a pistol. They, it's, it's, we just, we just every time they leave the house, we shake our head and go, "What was that?" Yeah, just a whirlwind. How many now? Five. And what are the age range? Well, we just celebrated. Uh, one of them was eight years old, so it was all the way from ten to six. Ten to six, and do they still call you dude? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm dude. Yeah, but their voice is changing also. The ten year old, it's dude, <laughs> dude. And, and it used to be hold me, dude. Yeah, now it's dude. Help you know, me. You know why, dude? Because the first time that they had this discussion about what are they going to call Grandpa, Spike said, "I'm not old enough to be Grandpa. They can call me dude." That's right. Right. <laughs> You know what? And I, I, I honestly never heard anybody else use that term. And now Paul McCartney has got his book out, the Grand Dude book or whatever it is. So uh, I, you know, I'm going after him. <laughs> what the, you're kidding? Paul McCartney stole your name? He stole my name. He, he's got a he's got a children's book out. What? Yeah, Grand Dude something. You can Google it. You'll see it online. Yeah. What? Well, that's yeah. ridiculous. As much of a Beatles fan as you've been, and now you got to sue I tell you what, man, Paul McCartney rips me off. I tell you what, if it gets down to legal battles, you know who's going to win that one. Now, we know you're on social media. What else are you doing for fun? Uh, I paint a lot. I've been, I really started taking uh, watercolor painting serious the last Is that right? year and a half or so. So I, I'm painting a lot. I'm, and he's really good. I've seen some very, of his stuff. Good, yes. He's really good. Yeah, I, I try to, uh, you know, I, 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 with, with online uh, tutorial classes you can take, you can, you can, you know, fine tune your your technique and how you like to do things. So I've learned a lot, and I, you know, I just I apply it. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but it's fun. I, it's therapeutic for me. I, I really enjoy it. Um, and because it's therapeutic, uh, are you uh, doing any sort of pictures to bring the trauma out of your life, like when you worked with me? Yeah, those, uh, yeah, a lot of those, you know, those pictures that look like the scream. <laughs> pictures that, pictures uh, that are dripping, you know. Yeah. Uh, how's the golf game? I'm uh, not existent, quite what? honestly. I haven't played for a while. You know, we're, we moved out of this other location a couple of years ago. And, and before, I, I was I, I lived right on the golf course, as you know, like I always have. Yep. And I played all the time, played every day, had a game with all the guys. But uh, down here, I, I I don't. Not as often as I I'm going to have to come to town and fix yeah, it. Yeah, you know what? Play me for money right now. I'm going to come get you. Yeah. Dr. Kevin Moe says, hi, what's the plan for Christmas for the family? Well, Michael is off with uh, her family. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what happens when your kids get married. Yep. They have to share Christmases. That's yep. right. That's great. That's fun. That's okay. So they're off. Uh, they got a place up in the mountains. They're going to go up to high above Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and spend Christmas. So uh, Caroline and and her family and ours will get together, and and uh, we're going to. Uh, Karen is going to cook uh, capons. You know what a capon is? Isn't that a little chicken? It's a neutered chicken, yeah. 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 Get yourself a little chicken, a little baby chicken. Yeah, everybody gets their own chicken. And, stuff and then you go out and you go out for more. Whatever, so she's going to try that. Yeah, and then you go out for more food because you're still hungry after eating a little capon. 
that was my favorite line after Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner. Everybody's just stuffed there in a food coma. They can barely get out of the chair, and I'll say something like, "Hey, kids, let's all go to the Waffle House." <laughs> <laughs> That's why Grand Dude's fun. Hey, a helpful six one four texter sent me a picture of a cute little boy holding a book called "Hey Grand Dude" by Paul McCartney. See, I told you. You are exactly right. I say you sue him, and I testify on your behalf. I tell you what, I'm going after him, and when my two thousand dollars runs out, I'm sure he'll be beat to like a pulp. There's no question. <laughs> hey, Merry yeah. Christmas, buddy. Best of the hey, whole family. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy New Year. Everybody have a great time. I love you. I miss you, and I thank you for checking in on us. All right, buddy. Say I want to paint a picture. That's Spike O'Dell. He's going to go paint my head now. <laughs> G. Suki is here. Spike O'Dell, you don't know this, G, but uh, Spike O'Dell left, I think, even before you started yes. on Windy City Live. Mm-hmm. He a did. legend in town. I do legend. know. Legend. I do know he is a legend. He was on WGN for over, what, 75 years? Uh, I 80? think it was 80, yeah. yeah. Was it 80? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was that long. G. Suki is here. She's out every day at noon for the Noon Business Lunch, sponsored by Wintress. How's that going? Uh, it's going great. Yeah, yeah, and you're uh, you're you're getting the business news out that we need to know. I'm trying to getting into the swing of things. I've got a lot of help, so um, you know that makes it a lot easier. And eventually, sure. hopefully, we can uh, put our own little stamp on it too. Sure. G's mom is here. When G was a little girl, what was the what was your favorite thing? When you think back, memories of G as a little girl, what was your favorite thing? What did you like most about your daughter? Well, you said, tell him what first you were worried because it had a really big. Oh, oh, the memory when she first she when she first she was born, mm-hmm. her head was so so long. <laughs> I mean, it's the child head is so long. You mean big? Yeah, my big head, head was so big, head so big, big and long. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so I thought, oh my god, what what she's gonna do? And I thought, I wish I can suppress and make them not that long and big. Right? How do I shrink her head? And the, yeah, yeah, did you right. try? Did you try to press my head in? I, I kind of, you know, kind of pet it, but I couldn't. You know, just oh, what I'm gonna do? Yeah, I mean, it's so long. And the other thing, <clears throat> it really worried me. No hair. No hair. Bald. Bald. <laughs> I thought, is this child ever going to have hair? How old was she when she finally started to grow hair? And but ten year, year, oh, a year. year. Okay, well that's tough year. for a little girl. Yeah. <laughs> and now she got a beautiful head. Yeah, look, and she caught up. Her hair is beautiful. <laughs> and then, uh, by year later, uh, this uh, neighbor lady said. Following year, and I put her in the uh, cute uh, little girl dress on uh-huh, her, uh-huh. and the lady passed by and came back, and she, she told me, "I thought all along your baby was a boy." <laughs> <laughs> now, I didn't know that. I mean, is, is she really girl? Yes, yes, she is a girl. Yes, I didn't put a dress on her for the joke. By the way, G, these are the good memories. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stick around for a second. More coming up. 728-720-WGN. The Steve Cochran Show continues. We're going to get the ham here in just a second. Um, G. Suki is here with her mom. Her mom's visiting from out of town, is deeply disappointed in G's apartment. <laughs> um, but other than that, she loves seeing her daughter, loves being with her daughter. Do you have a favorite sport? Do you like American sports? The the only sport I like the uh, uh, basketball. Oh, you like basketball? Yes. Any particular team? Um, Do you like the Carolina team? Oh yeah. That Michael Jordan owns. Um, well, the uh, yeah. yeah the, Hill, or is that? Oh, you mean college basketball? Oh, you like college basketball? Yeah. I didn't Carolina. even know this. Yeah. Remember Chapel Hill? There uh, was the 
I forgot the name. Tobacco Road there from yeah. between the Duke Tar and North Carolina. Tar Heels. Tar Heels. Yeah. 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 Yes. She like the loved it so much yeah. she couldn't remember Tar-heel. the name. What do you think of American football? That, Steve, you are so sharp. Yes, I really am. That game, I had no idea. You I, don't know. I can't, I can't figure out. Nine yard, uh, ten yard. Yeah, nine yard, ten yard. That because I don't know any math. Yeah, math. she doesn't know math. Well, how could you know math? You're not from here. <laughs> yeah, but still, I just not. I never favor. It's not of, your of fault. Math, it's so. not your fault. Not your fault. <laughs> we have a very famous football player on the phone. Very, very famous. Let me go here now. Dan Hampton, the Hall of Famer, brought to you by ChevyDriveChicago.com. Hamp, say hi to G's mom. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, he says, and how are you? Hi, how are you? Lovely, and I'm so happy that Cotton finally shows up because you're here. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. This is uh, really overwhelming. We were going to have G's mom break down the game, but we're going to let you do it instead, Hamp. So take a break here for a second, Mom, and uh, we'll come back to you. But first, Hamp, how are you, buddy? Yeah, just great. Glad to have you back with us, my friend. Yeah, me as well. And uh, this is Packers week. It's a slightly different feel than the opening game of the season. But interestingly enough, equally important. Absolutely. And, okay, we all know that, uh, you know, the Bears' playoff aspirations have been put on life support for the last three weeks. But it doesn't change the fact that it's Packers week, and whether we're playing tiddlywinks, chess, backgammon, or, or, you know, bags, we want to beat it. And this is a game that, uh, for all the right reasons, the Bears match up very favorably. And maybe the uh, the best thing is, the uh, you know, other than last week against Dallas, it was uh, the, the best overall performance by the Bears on the season, it, it, it kind of, you know, focused on the fact that Mitchell Trubisky had the game that everyone has been kind of crossing their fingers saying he needs to be able to play. Mm-hmm. And if he can build on that and match up, you know, normally you go into a game with the Packers, you're going to say, ah, oh, the quarterback's going to have play ours. Well, not so fast. They've had some struggles. Like I said, we played our best game. There's a lot of reasons to say this is going to be a game that's going to be real interesting. We're going to come back, get Andy Mazur involved here. We'll get our predictions, and Hamp will talk more about Bears, Packers, and we'll tell you when Hamp and OB are going to be on this weekend. By the way, Hamp, Andy Mazur described last weekend's Hamp and OB show as soothing. Soothing. It was very soothing. I've never heard you and OB described as soothing in my life. Yeah, it's, it, 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 it's almost like the Sybaris on air. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I'd set you up. Sponsored by ChevyDriveChicago.com and Packers Week. Uh, Andy Mazur, say hi to Hamp. Hamp, how you doing? And uh, again, I enjoyed the soothing show last week. It was nice to hear uh Nice to hear that uh, you guys were happy with what Mitch did last week. But I want to ask you about that because it seems to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems to me like uh, Matt Nagy finally decided to call plays that his quarterback can actually run. It's amazing. You know, when you finally start putting the cheese on the cracker and doing what you're supposed to do, a lot of favorable things happen. You know, guys, here's the thing, and, 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 and... 
in a strange and abstract way, this season has gotten very interesting because of what? Well, the fact that finally Matt Nagy and this football team started to feel embarrassed. You know, they, they went through a period there where they got beat by the Raiders and got embarrassed by the Saints. And they said, anyway, the, 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 the final blow was out in Los Angeles when Trubisky was benched. Ever since that point, the team has played with a new direction and a new uh, urgency. And guess what? It pays off. And these are the things that if you are like Steve Cochran and you are glued to the radio when the, the Happen OB show are on, we, we told you this team needed this back in September. And how do you get it? You got to play in the preseason. You got to practice hard. You got to do a lot of a lot of hard work. Well, they finally now have started doing the heavy lifting and it's paying off. And here we are at the cusp of a game where if we beat the Packers. Hey, for a lot of reasons, we we want to beat the Packers. But, man, it starts putting the NFL playoffs picture into, you know, chaos. So there's a lot of reasons why this team should be inspired to go up to Lambeau. Packers have a great turnover margin on the season. you got to get one, don't you? If you get one or two oh, in the yeah. first half, that's the game. You know, I think uh, Aaron Rodgers, in 13 games, has got 23 touchdowns, only two interceptions. So, obviously... Those are, you know, numbers that, that if you play their game, you're not going to win. You've got to make them play your game. And how do you do it? Well, twice this season, the great Aaron Rodgers has struggled, and it's because of a pass rush. It was against the 49ers, and it was against the Chargers. They've got some really good pass rushers, much like Khalil Mack. Now, uh, the, the Packers, they started off the season with defense and running, and they've gotten away from that. They're trying to do things easy now. Well, we can we can match up very well. We can rush the passer and hopefully force Aaron Rodgers into a couple of bad throws and maybe get a couple of tip balls, a couple of uh, picks, and set up short field opportunities. You know, each and every week, this is what we want to do, but more importantly, against the Packers because they can't – they don't like to play left-handed. They like, they know what they want to do. They want to stick to the script. They want to stick to what's got them there. Well, if you can make them play left-handed for you know a half or three quarters of a football game, you can beat them. And this is a this is a spot you kind of like the Bears. You know this this the the early lines were like seven and a half point favorite for the Packers. Now it's all the way down to four. So a lot of people are drinking what the Bears are brewing. How how big of a deal is it now that Akeem Hicks is going to be back? I, I'm not exactly sure how long he's going to play or how many snaps he'll play, but you know it sure seemed. And I think we've talked about this before that uh, Khalil Mack certainly benefited from Akeem Hicks being in there, and so did the run defense. Andy, over the years, you've heard me say wreckers and catchers, and in, in a great pass rush, you've got to have wreckers that just collapse the the interior of the offensive line and force quarterbacks. To, to you know, not make those little you know gliding steps sideways to try to avoid you know a simple penetration. You got to have the whole pocket coming back in his lap, and that's what Akeem Hicks does. And you know, obviously, he had an elbow issue, and you know that's going to cause him you know certain problems. But it doesn't change the fact that he is a, he's like a, a, a bull in a china closet. He can collapse the pocket. And we haven't had anybody really do that on a consistent basis. So that is when, you know, the guys, the catchers, like Khalil Mack and Leonard Floyd, 
that's when they really start, you know, blowing and going. And then next thing you know, Aaron Rodgers is running for his life, which is something we all desperately need for Christmas. That's exactly right. All right, let me take you back to one of my favorite Hamp stories. In a story, our life filled with great stories. Hamp's playing, the Bears roll the Packers, I believe it was at Lambeau, and that led to a lot of people wanting to say hi after the game to you, and I believe Mongo, and a missed bus. What happened? Well, for whatever reason, we had to play them in a preseason game. And we only played, like, you know, uh, the first third of the game, like, 25 places. Mm-hmm. So as soon as we get in the locker room, I tell Mongo, I said, come on, quick, get in the shower. Let's go out in the parking lot and get a beer. And, you know, we can get before we get on the bus. So we go out there, and there's a bunch of Bear fans, and there's a bunch of Packer fans, and they're gracious, and they're, oh, yeah, how you doing? And they got a big refrigerator painted with a 72, and they're hitting it with a hammer, and we're laughing. The next thing I know, I hear the bus honking. And I look, and there's the three buses, and they're, now they're moving. And I yell at Mongo, come on, let's go. And I start moving through the cars towards where the buses are going to be over, you know, coming out of a driveway. And we're about, oh, I don't know, say 30, 40 yards away. And we're, we're coming towards the bus, and we're raising our hand like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And Dick uh, is giving us the finger. <laughs> they're exiting the parking lot. Say, so good luck, boys. Smoke. See you back in Chicago. Yep, that was a three thousand dollars fine missing King bus. So, but you know, hey, but tell, but tell everybody how you got back. No, we had there was a, hey, we had hundreds of bear fans we could choose from, and yeah. we actually we had a lot of fun, and we stopped at the broad shop on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> All right, predictions, Andy, give me a score. I'm going to say uh, Bears win this one, twenty-one twenty. Twenty-one twenty. I think Trubisky comes through. I think the pinata comes through, and I think Aaron Rodgers has a tough day at his home park. 24-10, Bears. Ryan, what do you got here? Okay, 25-10. The Bears romp, and Aaron oh. Rodgers is is going to, uh, to have a really bad, bad uh, funk going into his Christmas holiday. I love that. All right, buddy, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Go Bears! There you go. We're going to come back say hi to uh, G's mom again. Oh, and G2. All right, so G-Suit Key, you're on the radio today. What time? At noon. Mm-hmm. We're going to Winchester Business Lunch. And uh, you're, I know you're putting together, because it's very topical, you're putting together who the guests will be, but is there somebody you want to plug? Uh, or should I just say, listen at noon? You should listen at noon. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Um, because, yes. again, you want it to be topical. Very topical. But uh, I do know that we are going to be having uh, the owner of a local um, supermarket that everyone's been writing about that uh, it's opening in a uh, food desert on the south side. So So it's afternoon at noon. Yes. Mm -hmm. Monday through Friday at noon with G. Suki. We asked G to come in today because we wanted to meet her lovely mom. And she is lovely. And she's, uh, she's not a morning person. And yet she got up at the crack of six to get over here. And we appreciate that. Um, she's in from uh, North Carolina. North Carolina. Um, and uh, she, is this your first, this is not your first trip to Chicago? No, no. You like Chicago? Mm, oh, yes. I yeah. love it. But I will not live here. I can drive. Oh, it's tough. <laughs> but you know, this is a city you don't need to drive. 
<laughs> you know, you really don't. You can have other people drive for you. But I'm sure you miss your daughter. Yes. Yeah, um, of course you do. We miss her since she dumped us. Um, all right. Now, Mom, um, uh, your daughter worries about you and social media. Are you sure you're you're okay on social media? You're not, you're not getting taken advantage of, are you? Remember all those friends that you had on social media that weren't real people? You're being careful out there, Mom? Uh, I'm trying to, yes, I really mm-hmm. do. Yeah, Boy, they do really make you believe. Yeah, they sure they do. They really do. Yeah. If anyone from Nigeria asks you for money, don't give them any. Exactly. Okay? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Yes. Oh, wow. And be careful with men who want to take you away and marry you. <laughs> there were a couple, right? Weren't they? They did, they did yes. Mm-hmm. On Facebook. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes. Yeah, yeah, because we got to make sure you're okay. What wow, how they can do that? <laughs> it's not nice. But it's not yes. nice. <laughs> but I wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday. And thank, thank you for having G. Well, Steve, I do want to tell you I greatly appreciate it. You gave G's job. I'm really sincerely. Well, that's nice I of really you. I really appreciate it's it nice so much. She's very talented. And uh, she left the show. Uh, and she'll be on today at noon. But thank you. Have a safe trip and enjoy the city. And welcome back as we continue on a Friday. 810, Dean Richards joins us. Hello, Dean. Nope, no Dean. Hello, Dean. Hi, Dean. Dean, over. You know, before we get to Dean, I have a backup guest here in studio. (laughs) Uh, John Heffern was in the PPG Paints green room, and uh, he joins me now. And for those of you who were longtime listeners of mine and followed me around the country in various places I've been thrown out of, uh, John and I were on a radio station in Detroit called Q95. It was uh, 1999. That was 20 years ago. We were on, we did radio 20 years ago. 20 years ago. Back when it was, uh, I have a playlist I still listen from that, from a little yeah. Celine Dion. Sure. To all the girls on yeah. mama. And yeah. then a little Mariah Carey. Yeah. Always be yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. baby. Do you remember the day? bop. Like, that was our era. Do you remember the day that Jessica Simpson came in with her dad? Jessica Simpson. And she had leather pants. And she was like 19 years old. And and she talked about... dad could not have been a bigger creep. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, because I remember she was talking about her leather pants splitting. Yeah. Right in a certain area that you would not want your leather pants to split. And also one you wouldn't tell creepy creepy disc jockeys about. And we're on the air and you're talking to her, but she's like a kid. Yeah. So you can't really... What what are you going to... There's nothing you can add to it. (laughs) And then her dad is there. Yeah, and that was also back when uh, Mandy Moore was in our studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I thought she was an intern, and I literally went to her and asked her if she was going to run up to McDonald's because I right. wanted some potato cakes <laughs> yeah. and an egg McMuffin. And then she goes, no, I'm I'm a singer. I have a new song that's oh. out. I'm on your station. And I'm like, oh, oh, I thought you were an intern. Whatever happened to her? Did anything good ever happen for her? To Mandy Moore? No. I think, I think she just went off. She's and, working at McDonald's. I think she's she works at McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Uh, Dean Richards, are you with me? Nope. Back to me. Back to John. More Back John. to me, John Heffern. I have a new album out. People should get it. Um, Do you miss those eight twenty? I, I can't believe it's been 20, 20 years. And you and I have not aged a bit. Not, not at all. Not we a minute. We look young and right? fresh. Please. Yeah. You know, I'm a grandfather now. Uh, I was a grandfather, uh, believe it or not, for a year. Well, so, focus, let's focus on me. Okay. I was a gra- I'm a grandfather. I have two. You have two kids. You were a grandfather, but Young then you Ross got divorced. Cochran. What? 
You were a grandfather and you got divorced? I was a grandfather, then I got divorced. So I was technically a grandfather for about a year. But yeah. now that the divorce is thing and the kid is one, he'll never know me. Right. So I'm no longer a grandfather. So you so, have grandfather re- removed. You don't have the title anymore. I don't have the title, but I still have. So I guess uh, I, I have some uh, New Balance Velcro shoes that I'm trying to sell. Okay, sure. That makes total uh, sense. I have a chair that stands you up. How about like, the socks, like, the super long socks? I have super long there. socks. I have glasses that go over glasses I have to still get rid of. Now, the socks I, are compression socks, right, for your yeah, circulation? And then I have pants that zip off in his shorts. <laughs> um, and what else? And and I have a reverse mortgage almost filled out. Like, right, pretty much it's all filled out. <laughs> I just didn't sign sign it. So if and anybody, you were a little nervous about it. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but but Magnum P.I. told me to make, that I'm going to be okay with Makes it. Makes total sense. And I have a bathtub with the door on it. But I had to get rid of all of that because I'm no longer a Wait, do you have the walk-in tub? Yeah, I was thinking about getting that because oh, I, I was a grandpa yeah. and I was allowed yeah. to do grandpa things. Yeah, and now I lost that title. Now I'm just a creepy uncle with no kids. Right, a drifter, um, now, a drifter. Now, going from now I'm that out. guy. Now I'm that guy. Now when I meet a woman and she's like, "Oh, well, you're you know almost fifty and you're married. Well, what are your kids like?" And I go, "I don't have any." They immediately look at you like you know. Oh, you're a serial I, killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a new album. I have a brand new album called John Heffern Episodes available today on any way you can. I don't even know how you get albums. Yeah. Columbia Records and Tapes. Is that a thing? Yeah. For a, for a penny, for you a get penny, 13. Yeah. You Brian Adams' Reckless album and yeah. mine. Yeah. Or, or download it. Or download it. Go to, go to uh, Apple. Do you have one Where, of them websites with your name on it? Yeah, but I don't have the link to my album because that would be too. That would make a lot of sense if you that, did. That would be too. Yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. I'm still AOL. You're still, you're still a crackerjack businessman. I've known you for is it for years. <laughs> that, that's it. Uh, it's eight fifteen. We'll come back more with John in a second. I believe we'll have Dean on the pipeline then too. John Heffern is here with us. Dean is at Channel Nine. And Dean, sorry about the technical issues. I don't know what was going on. Outrageous. That's what it is. I mean, isn't it enough that you fell on Michigan Avenue and face planted? Uh, haven't I had enough pain and misery this week? That's exactly right. Oh, I'm sorry. We're supposed to do an announcement from Channel 9. Jen? Yeah, this week on Chicago's Best. Good food, good beer, and of course, lots of cheer. It's an all-new Chicago's Best brew pubs. That's Sunday night at 10 on WGN-TV. Thank God we got that in. I have an announcement from uh, Channel 9 also. Okay. uh, That we're doing our 17th annual drive-through toy drive this morning. I've been watching. Here at 2501 West Bradley Place. You can just pull right up, drop off uh, toys for kids. It's all going to the Chicago Park District, and they pass them out to kids who are in need, otherwise would not have Christmas. It's nice. We're going to be out here uh, through through 10 o'clock. We understand that the uh, impeachment uh, hearings are going to be uh, going on. At which, about, which, by the way, let's be clear, is just an excuse for you guys to go back inside. <laughs> you guys can stay not, outside all day. It's not that cold outside today. No, you can stay outside all day. This is an excuse to kill the toy drive. I would gladly... Uh, actually, we are going to be out Outside during you know from not, whether we're on the air or not yeah from 10 to 10 15 and then they're done we'll be out there uh so uh come on by and uh we're, we're passing out uh, we've got free stuff to give away from many of our fine sponsors but most of all we i, I don't know how many people have gone through but i've never seen it as busy out there oh, as it, nice. it's been this morning our friend john heffron's here john was in the I ppg paints green room and he actually took it literally painted the green room with wow. ppg paints 
He is a handy, handy comedian. I'm telling you that right now. John, you know Dean? You've known Dean for a long time. We've had John on uh, when uh, John was uh, uh, Last Comic Standing. We yes. Way back in Last Comic Standing. Thing. How, how many years ago was that? Too? I was on Last Comic Standing in 1974. <laughs> wow. Uh, I believe wow. the lineup, I think it was Rhoda. Yeah, Shecky right. Green was... Uh, yeah, I think it was yeah. Last Comic Standing, and then yeah. either Mary Tyler Moore, then Rhoda. Were you four or, then? Three? Or Three's Company. It was yeah, one yeah. of those. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> um, all right, so you've had a lot of nice... And I'm not kidding when I told you this, John. Uh, John and I, Dean, you know this. John and I were on the radio together. I know, time. I know. But uh, Dean was just walking across Michigan Avenue. He Minding my own business. Yep. Face planted on Michigan Avenue. Yep. And when you're famous and you're bleeding... A lot of people want to just step over you and get on with their day. Um, and uh, But people really were nice, weren't they? Well, people, I mean, were very nice when I fell, came to my aid and, and helped me uh, and all that. But the the milk of human kindness of people, you know, because social media is nothing but kindness oh, and, and, and love. Yes. Uh, I, ha- I was uh, going, the, re- the reason I was crossing the street on Michigan Avenue, I was going to Water Tower trying to find a bookstore to buy Julie Andrews' new book because I was going to be. Uh, interviewing her on stage at the Chicago Theater the next night. Right. So uh, uh, somebody with the milk of human kindness uh, said, never mind Julie Andrews, the hills are alive with the sound of Julie Andrews kicking your ass. Right, 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 right. Because Julie Andrews wasn't a fall, John. Rough Julie me Andrews beat the snot out of Dean backstage. Yeah. He didn't like one of the questions. Interviewer as, gets a little snotty. Yeah, interviewer gets a little happen. snotty. Somebody else uh, texted in to me, if you sue, I want to represent you. That's sweet. That's really sweet. That's, that's scream, very sweet. Screams holiday season. Sure. Uh, somebody else said, Dean, you're obviously uh, accident prone. Because I don't know if you remember when I attempted to jump in John Schneider's uh, car, the the original car, the Dukes Hazard car. You had the mic pack on, right? I had the, a mic pack on on my back and tried to jump in the car, and I fell flat on the ground. And how much damage did you do to the six thousand dollars worth of damage <laughs> to the car? And so, that was so much that the old general manager left the station yeah, and quit. went to New York. He quit shortly after that. Uh, but somebody said, Dean, you're obviously accident prone. Uh, we suggest that you wrap yourself in bubble wrap and have somebody push you around in a wheelbarrow, which I am 100% for, by the way. That wouldn't be a bad idea. That yeah. wouldn't be bad at all. Um, all right. Now, uh, Dean has told us before he had a problem with Mel Gibson. They worked it out. He's not a big Meg Ryan fan. John, in all the show business people that you've known, yes, you've been living in L.A. for years, biggest jerk celebrity you came across? <laughs> biggest jerk celebrity yeah. that I came across? And I can tell you one from the old days. Robert Goulet threatened to punch me in the face live on the air. I had a run-in with uh, Jim Belushi. Jim Belushi? Yeah. What happened? Like, the, one of the, like... He can be delightful. Was he drunk? Uh, no, we did a Montreal comedy festival thing, and this is back when you had disposable cameras, mm-hmm. and I wanted to take a picture of everybody that was just on the sure, show. a memory. Uh, yeah, this is back before you had phones on your show. Sure, of course. So he was walking away, and I took a picture of me and this guy, Harlan Williams, just kind of held Another it up and, and, and selfied it. Yeah. And then he looked at me and said... Uh, I thought I told you no pictures, and then I said I wasn't taking a picture of you. And he goes, yeah, but the picture went off still. Give me the camera. And he's maybe 400 pounds bigger than me. Yeah. And I said, come and take the camera from me. 
And then and, he ran. And then, and then it was a thing. So he was like, yeah. So like when I think of tools, I know he's a Chicago guy. He's a, I, I don't think he was you a... Know, you don't get but, a free pass. But yeah, jerk, but you get it. But I also, you know, prior to you, I had a, a radio partner yeah. that was also... Kind of that way. A he little, would Danny Bonaducci. Danny, I, Danny, I, I used to work with Danny Bonaducci yeah. here at, a, at at like a billion years ago. Who kind of had the same personality. There's Although a lot of Danny people, was super. Is I, I think was nicer, but could flip off like that. And pretty uh, a lot of people, Dean, you know this. If asked the question, biggest jerk celebrity, their answer would be Danny. Yeah, I, I have yeah. heard that uh, before. Do you, you probably remember? He gave me a concussion. He knocked me out on air. Wow. He he. We got in a fight. I do he, remember that. Uh, this, he, this he, fight? Yeah. We we were interviewing Janet Jackson <laughs> on air, right? So then there's publicists, you know, beeping when you're talking too long to somebody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He gets in a fight with this uh, producer, this Matt. Uh, this I don't even know if Matt. So, but this guy Matt, who mm-hmm. used to be in Chicago. Yeah. Got got in a fight with them because we wrote the wrong place, the wrong wherever she was performing yeah, was yeah, wrong. Yeah. yeah. So he found out that he said the wrong thing on air. Pulls Matt over. They start fighting. I see them disappear behind the console, and I just I hear fighting. Janet Jackson's still talking. So then <laughs> I was asking her questions, then trying to get on the other side of the, right. the board of where all the stuff yeah, yeah, was yeah. happening to pull Danny off a of map. While you're doing the interview. But Janet Jackson's the type of interviewer where you're going to get a two-word answer, three at the most, but I needed a sentence from her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I had a sentence, I could save Matt's life. <laughs> I can't answer. So I literally said to her, do you eat Pop-Tarts? And then I push myself away, and I'm over here trying to pull them off. Right. She says no. That's it. So I got to come back to the right. thing. Right. I go, well, what do you listen to when you're here in Detroit? And then I, and I leave. So the melee's happening. I, get, I, I feel this sharp pain in the back of my head. We finish the, the whatever. We finish the show. I drive home. The girl I'm dating at the time comes over to my apartment and goes, "Why'd you buy? Who's the VCR for?" And I go, "I didn't get it. I didn't get a VCR." She goes, "There's one from Best Buy on on your table. Who who's the VCR for?" And I go, "I didn't buy a VCR." And then we go. There's a VCR. It's in a bag. There's a credit card receipt with me, my signature on it. And I go, "I don't remember." You had a that, concussion. That VCR. So we go to the hospital, and I do. I stand up on one leg, and I fall immediately. I can't even stand. And this is back in the 90s when people bought DVD players. So Bonaduce hit me so hard, I went backwards in technology <laughs> of movie playing. And in, in the so the funny thing about that story was that's was, the funny thing about that story. Well, so then I show up right, and we have these little cubicles of like you get your mail right, where some sales lady is yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to get you to yeah. show up at the shoe hut for free from yeah. seven to ten on a Saturday, the one yeah. Saturday yeah, yeah, yeah. that you don't have to. And I open it in, the, in for this company that I worked for at the time. I got this letter of all this stock. I'm like, you know what? I'm such a good sidekick. That this company just just knows the talent they have in me. 
Look at all the stock they just gave me. Not so much. Not realizing that somewhere in the HR book, there's probably a you're not allowed to punch somebody clause. Oh, I see. Somewhere. You got paid off. In the thing. You got paid off. But I was was in my 20s, and I I didn't realize what the stock. Sure. I didn't realize what the stock was You wouldn't even have to be on the show this morning if you had known what you were doing. If I would have known. Sure. And then I got a free weekend in Chicago and went to that bar Excalibur and got to stay in a condo pretty close to probably where we are right now. for free because I was so funny at Hootie and the Bluefish tickets when I had to wrestle somebody in Jello for tickets. John will tell these stories and more this weekend at the Improv. You know what's the funny thing about that? I remember when that same thing happened with uh, Wally Phillips and Sophia Loren. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> Back in the day. And, and Sophia Loren cold cocked Wally. Yep. Remember that? Yep. All right, Dino reviewed Jumanji and Richard Jewell and all that. B minus on, B minus on both of them, by the way. Okay, thank you, buddy. Right, see you guys. All right, see you. And he's on the radio on Sunday. Uh, you're at the uh, Improv, I'm at the all, improv weekend. all weekend. Chicago Improv all weekend tonight. Two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, one Sunday. Don't one know Sunday. why I'm talking like this. Because you're back on the radio. Brand new album out. Episodes That's get it everywhere. All right, That's news, it. News next. Seven twenty. WGN. We're getting down to crunch time here as far as Christmas shopping goes. Yep. We got what ten, twelve days. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of things that people are going. Oh my God! I can't believe I can't find this or I can't find that. So let's turn this entire audience into one Google search. If you got something you can't find and you're desperate for help, let us know what it is right now. You can text it or you can call in with it, and we'll turn it over to the audience, and we'll see if we can get you some help before 9 o'clock. Hmm. 312-981-7200. Anybody on the show looking for something? No, but I remember the good old days when uh, we used to remember it was the first of the Cabbage Patch dolls. We couldn't find those. The Beanie Babies, we couldn't find those. Yep. There's always something every year that somebody can't find anything. 312-981. Pardon me. 312-981-7200. 312-981-7200. If uh, you got something you're looking for and you can't find it. Like Jen, you were trying to figure out what to buy your husband. Jen DeSalvo. Um, yeah. You yeah. good? He, he gave me a few ideas and, uh, yeah, they're okay. I really wanted to get him guitar lessons because he loves playing the guitar. And I told him that I wanted to do this and asked if he could, you know, reserve a Thursday night every week. And he said, eh, not until the school year's over. Maybe for the summer, that'd be a better idea. So it's like, oh, well, my good idea. Kind of shot a hole in that, yeah, didn't you? Right? <laughs> well, that's the beauty of being married for a little bit. You know, your, your person you love can just go, nah. Just got to keep outdoing yourself every year. How do you guys do that? Yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy to be, you know, uh, perfect. <laughs> In every way. Maureen's <laughs> uh, flipping off the radio. Uh, some people chiming in here. I need a grab bag gift. A bunch of people doing grab bags. I need a grab bag gift in the 25 to $30 range. Mm. Somebody else wants to know the perfect gift for the man who has everything. No price on this. Yeah. So there's that. And somebody else needs a number at Facebook. He said, all I can do is talk to my computer. Is there an is actual human being number you can call at Facebook? Wasn't there, isn't there a website called Get Human? I feel like it's gethuman.com where you can get a human being. And actually, uh, for, for just about any company in the world. And it gives you the super secret number to call. I think that's right. I think you're right. Fender Guitars have online guitar lessons you, su- you can subscribe to and you can do them anytime, Jen DeSalvo. Uh Also to Jen, I have a great guitar instructor that comes to you around your schedule. Let me know if interested. That's another texter. Um, you're right, Steve. There is a website called gethuman.com. 
Is there a is there a Facebook number well, on there? There is. Uh, there is a number, but it says nobody answers, answers this phone, number. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, and then it gives you like some other ideas about how to get in touch with people. Instead, tell us why you're telling why you're calling. And then yeah, you can actually go to this Get Human thing, and they they may be able to help you find somebody at Facebook. But right. You have to use that website. Gethuman.com. And I'm telling you, they have numbers for just about every company there is. So, some general ideas as well. While other textures are chiming in, um, and this is uh, these are these are fifty one. This is from BuzzFeed. Fifty two cool gifts for basically everybody on your list. If you got somebody that plays with their food and they like sports, a basketball cereal bowl. Ooh, okay, you can get that twenty five bucks. A mystery subscription box featuring puzzles. Cryptic messages, all based around the, whatever the month's theme is. Um, you can get that as well. This is all from BuzzFeed. And we'll post this list so you can look it up. Cookbooks. Everybody suggests cookbooks. Everybody cooks in some form or another. You can't eat out three times a day. Yeah. Mm, well, really? I, you know, I would like to, but no, I've, there's cookbooks all over my house. Yeah. So a cookbook could be a good idea for just about anybody. Um, wallets are always a good idea. Wallet and a money clip. There's a minimalist sleek wallet fit up to 12 cards here, so you can downside the downsize the bulky wallet. Wallets aren't cheap, depending on the wallet you get. Mm-hmm. But for the right wallet, that's something a dude would really appreciate. It's true. Uh, let's see here. A crystal glass-looking water bottle with a lock lid and a place for a straw. You can class up your water bottle game. Um, a salt shooter. So if you want to help and have a little more fun around the table... It's uh, it's it's a salt shooter where you the salt you know you, well it's what it is it's yeah. a salt shooter I don't have to explain it do I uh, a fashion watch that only looks expensive uh, it is a cool looking face on the watch uh, done up it's twenty dollars it's eighteen ninety nine and it still works like a watch a galaxy donut kit that'll put all sorts of space starry looking things on your donuts mm, donuts and you can still eat them it's edible. Um, a gorgeous table book filled with the greatest ads of the 90s. So you got a kid in the 90s or, or somebody that came of age in the 90s? That's kind of a cool thing to have. Go back and look at the stuff that, that moved you. This is something I'm thinking about picking up for somebody. Kebab grilling baskets. You know, when you skewer a kebab and you're trying to grill it and suddenly a big chunk of filet falls between <laughs> the grill. These are baskets. It actually traps the kebab. Ah, It's a cool idea. Um, You can buy a Fujifilm vintage-style instant film camera, retro-style pictures, a beer cap map, if you know a redneck and you love them, Uh, Tequila Mockingbird, a cocktail recipe book. Not Tequila Mockingbird, Tequila Mockingbird with all sorts of drink recipes. A date night bucket list, so you you don't have to go through the whole thing. What do you want to do tonight? What do you want to do tonight? (laughs) Uh, let's see. A National Park homesick candle that take them back to the days when they were a kid, allegedly containing actual scents that will remind you of trips you may have made to Yosemite, the Grand Canyon, the Great Smoky Mountains, and Yellowstone. Okay. I mean, you know, the, we, we know that scents, S-C-E-N-T-S, are great memory triggers. Um, but does the Grand Canyon have a particular smell? Apparently. Uh, let's see what else I have here. Uh, there's all sorts of makeup stuff in here, but that's a very personal thing for people. Um, you can do old photos. Man, photo books are great. Mm-hmm. 
You know, because you think, well, I got all these photos on my phone. What am I going to do with them? There's a ton of places. I mean, Walgreens will do it, but there's a ton of places that will make a photo book and turn it around in just a couple of days. Yep. And you're the you're the photographer. Yeah, I've actually been uh, been making some uh, of my photos for for gifts this year too. And uh, outside of you, who would you recommend uh, to do a photo book? Uh, you know, that you're, I think you're on, on par with Walgreens. I think they're they're, they're, they're pretty good. Pretty good job. Yeah. And your photo website for your professional photography is uh, what? That'd be AndyMazerPhoto.com. Here's another good idea. You got somebody that drives a lot and commutes. A memory foam seat cushion. Hmm. You can go to, uh, what's the back store? You know, relax the back. Oh, okay. Relax the back. But Bed Bath & Beyond is a bunch of these. Yeah. You know, so do something for the person you love's behind. That's the beyond part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I suppose that's true, isn't it? Uh, let me show you get you one more. Uh, there is a, a pillow cover for any lover of the office that says, Dwight, you ignorant slut. Um, a baby keepsake box with special place for all your first done up in fine wood. A cool-looking kitchen timer that looks like a character from Star Wars. Disney Princess face mask. Sure. Over here. Hey, you'd be all over that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, that's 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 20 bucks. These are all, you know, cheap things. I was going to ask, what is your perfect gift? Me? Yeah, something that people can get you. You know, it's funny. I was just thinking about that because my kids keep asking. Mm-hmm. Um, golf. If Anything it's golf, else. I'm good. Yep. Yeah, if it's golf, I'm good. Made in the USA gifts, people are uh, asking. Uh, also, good white elephant gifts. I think all the things I'm just talking about are good white elephant gifts, aren't they? Well, white elephants are used things. So go and find an old uh, bottle of lotion in the back of your cabinet that's halfway used, and then re-gift that as a white elephant. Is that right? They had to be used? I didn't know that. Yeah. That's the white elephant deal? Yeah. Remember the good old days and all the Ronco products? Oh, yeah. Those were big at Christmas. Well, the, you know, but here's the thing. The as-seen-on-TV aisle at any store that sells as-seen-on-TV, yep. mm-hmm. everybody loves something from that aisle. Yeah. Go buy something from that aisle. The omelet maker. Sure. The uh, Cheap hat. <laughs> Do they still sell Snuggies? Uh, they have a version of them now. They have this oversized hooded sweatshirt that's a big, like, uh, velvet on the outside, Sherpa on the inside blanket. I think it's called, like, the Huggle or something. See, I always thought, like, at some point the Snuggie would suffocate someone, lawyers would get involved, and they'd have to outlaw it. Oh, wow. Eh. No? Still out there. Kind of past that curve. Still out there. A reversible duvet cover, so you can give your cozy bedroom a fresh update. Here's the biggest problem with the duvet cover. you got to put it on. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah. You, try, you ever try to put a duvet cover on and not start a fight? No, not on purpose. No, it's not happening. No. Uh, mini portable grill for enjoying some barbecue on a camping trip or for a uh, you know a, a tailgate. You see those all the time, seventy five bucks. Uh, and here's one no one should get: a cocktail math poster. Okay. You whip up any of the uh, cocktails. It's a deck of cards and a cocktail uh, map, which tells you what the cocktails are and what the various ingredients should be. Like when you're drunk, you can read that on the wall. Yeah. You're using the wall to stand up. All right, I hope some of that was helpful. It's 8.57. John's next in the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. We'll get the news, too, from Steve. I've got this uh, $100 gift card to Four Winds Casino in New Buffalo, the seventh caller that calls Super Joe before we run out of time here and says, hey, Super Joe, Papa needs a new pair of shoes. Uh, you will get the $100 gift card to Four Winds Casino in New Buffalo. Man, my, it's a good thing the show's over. My voice is cooked. I mean, it's just about to go. I think you sound fine. Oh, thank you very much, Lurch. That was my... 
getting over my cold voice. Uh, how are you doing? doing well. I'm doing well. Doing better every day. All right. And what are you doing today? Uh, did you guys talk much? I've been in and out about the Michael Vick being the captain of Didn't the, at all. Did not. Nope. Not I got bit. an angry email, a screed from one Steve Dale, our pet expert, and he thinks it's outrageous. Um, well, it doesn't take much to fire Steve up, so that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, we may talk about that. Actually, you know those Canada goose jackets that everybody's yeah, uh-huh. wearing? There's an article out today that says, so is it worth it? Like, you're going to spend $1,000. Are you getting $1,000 worth of coat? I'm going to go with no. Uh, surprising analysis coming up after the news. See you Monday. Here's Bye. John.